Welcome to the Iowa Hawkeye Sports Fan Podcast. This is Jimmy Hawk, and be sure to follow Iowa Hawkeye Sports Fan Podcast on Twitter so you're aware every time a new episode drops. Today's agenda, we're going to talk a little bit about wrestling, some, some news there, obviously, and then going to spend most of the time on the Iowa Hawkeye basketball team uh, after another disappointing loss to the Indiana Hoosiers. Let's start out talking a little Iowa wrestling, and I, I didn't really get a chance to dig into this as much as I had hoped after the, the big doubleheader on Sunday, taking on Purdue and Ohio State. Um, a lot going on this weekend with Super Bowl Sunday, uh, other obligations, but you know, a couple big wins for the Hawkeyes, of course, um, and, and more importantly right now, we've got the program on pause due to COVID issues. You know, Tom Brands couldn't make the trip there due to COVID, and now some other uh, people in the program have tested positive. So our, our thoughts and prayers go out to them and hope that they're doing well and, and will have a fast recovery. What does that mean for the Hawkeyes? Uh, the duel with Penn State next weekend has been postponed. Hopefully they'll be able to make that up. That's that's what everyone wants to see. Um, hopefully everybody gets healthy. They can they can start wrestling again and have a chance to repeat as the Big Ten champions. And then hopefully, you know, continue and become national champions this year as well. You know, last year, boy, that started the COVID. That was one of the big disappointments. Uh, unable to finish things off in Minneapolis when everything was shut down due to COVID. So with this, this team that's been assembled in Iowa City, hopefully they'll get that chance this year. But first and foremost, uh, just thinking of the health of all those involved. Well, let's talk some basketball now, and I was really hoping for some fun basketball talk today after the, the big game on Sunday against the Hoosiers, but major disappointment for the Hawkeyes, and these are becoming much too often with Iowa now having lost four out of the last five games, including two of those against a really mediocre Indiana basketball team. Iowa dropped out of the top 10 for the first time this year after losing 67-65 to 65 in Assembly Hall in Bloomington. And, you know, it was an exciting Sunday morning. Love the, the Fox crew with Gus Johnson, Bill Raftery calling the game. Gus with his enthusiasm. Raftery's been around so long, and his voice is synonymous with basketball and big games. And unfortunately, the Hawkeyes just couldn't deliver in this one. Well, Iowa goes man-to-man -to, -man to start the game. Keegan Murray on Jackson Davis. The first two minutes, um, you know, with no points for either team, it wasn't making me feel great, you know, the way the Hawkeyes have been playing of late. But the defense looked much better to start the game, stopping drivers, getting blocks. Um, and then Keegan Murray started off the scoring with a big three to get Iowa on the board. And it was such a great sequence, moving the ball, getting it into the post, kicking it out, rotating it around. But we did not see many of those possessions in this game. The passing and ball rotation was so poor, and there were only five assists for the Hawkeyes in this game. Iowa was leading the nation in assists per game with over 20. And... Dropped to number two after this game, now averaging just 19.5. I mean, it's, they're still number two. They're still great, but five assists in one game uh, for the Hawkeyes. Just unbelievable statistic. Uh, it tells you how badly they struggled on the offensive end. The Hawkeyes had a couple of good sequences on defense, you know, um, really early on. They, they looked pretty good. They gave up offensive rebounds, though, and Indiana would get garbage baskets, and that was a theme for this whole game, giving up offensive rebounds, second-chance points, but at least Iowa, you know, early on was hot from three. Uh, Connor hit one. 
Jordan Bohannon, Joe Wieskamp, all hitting from deep. Iowa made its first five threes, three of them for Wieskamp. Keegan Murray had two early fouls, not even five minutes into the game. And the refs were sure suspect in the in the first half, especially this game. But, you know, you figure that's going to be the last we see of him in the first half. It is Fran's rule to sit players until the second half once they get two fouls. I was surprised, but I, I did see him come in. I think it was only for a minute or two. Maybe it was to spell Nunji for something really quickly. I'm not sure. Um, but he... Uh, Keegan did un- end up fouling out in this game in the second half with only 16 minutes played. Well, Garza got his second foul, and now he's on the bench with 12.30 left in the half, and it is Fran's hard and fast rule to sit guys, other than I guess Keegan got in for a spell, but it's it's his rule to sit guys that get two fouls and, and never put them back in, and He's not the only coach. There's other coaches that do this as, as well, but I, you know, Fran has barely, you know, rarely ever deviated. He has, but rarely deviated from this. And if there's any guy this rule should not apply to, it's Luke Garza. You know, Iowa had a nice lead in this game, gave up a big run to find themselves down by two points. And if Luca was playing, likely uh, the Hawkeyes would have been winning at the break. I'm confident of that. He's the national uh, leading national player of the year candidate, a senior. An intelligent basketball player. He doesn't foul much. And him sitting on the bench was too much for the Hawkeyes to overcome in this game with the bench playing just so poorly in this one. Well, Luca ended up only playing 27 minutes in this game, and he ended up with two, yes, two personal fouls in this game. So even if he played a little more time, I mean, played five more minutes in the first half, uh, he could have played more than that. But even if he picked up his third foul, what are the chances that he fouls out? And he, he doesn't foul that much. And, you know, I said the same thing when Luca sat too long with foul tr- trouble in a close loss to Illinois where he only played 28 minutes. He sat at the end of the first half. He sat for seven minutes after he got his third foul. I, you know, the game is slipping away from the Hawkeyes with Luca on the bench. And, you know, if he happens to foul out but has scored 25 or 30 points and played 30-plus minutes, Hawkeyes are likely going to win. Um, I just don't think they can get so conservative that Luca doesn't play enough minutes and doesn't have the time to do the things he's capable of. So I hope Fran, you know, takes a look at this um, and, and kind of changes this based on the personnel that he has. It really should be a case-by-case basis. What's the lead? Who's the player? Do you trust the player to play smart? How many minutes are left in this game? How critical of a situation is it? And do not sit Luca for the last 12 and a half minutes of a half. Um, I don't know. That's that's my opinion on that. Well, Indiana was up by two at half. Iowa shot an abysmal 37% from the floor, but was 6 of 11 from three. But remember, Iowa was 5 of 5 from three to start the game, and only 1 of 6 to close out the half. Joe Wieskamp was hot. Uh, three three-pointers, 18, uh, 16 points at half. Uh, the bench was 0 of 10 in the first half. Patrick McCaffrey and, and Nunji both 0 of 4 in the first half. Tucson, Euless 0 of 1. So I've been touting this bench as being so good. And, you know, I'm counting Keegan Murray in that typically. He, he really makes the bench so much more uh, productive. But they really, really struggled in this game. Indiana shot even worse than Iowa in the first half at 32%, but had seven more field goal attempts, forcing eight Iowa turnovers. 
grabbing nine offensive rebounds to Iowa's four. And Indiana could not hit a three early in the game. Got hot at the end of the half and went on that 12-2 and two run. And Indiana shot 13 free throws to Iowa's six, and the Hawkeyes were whistled for 11 fouls to Iowa's seven. Well, it was a great start to the second half with two baskets from Luka. Iowa went on a 14-2 run to take a 10-point lead. And I'm thinking, here we go. Here we go. This is the team we came to see. But then it got cold, and the Hawkeyes got cold, and it's a one-point basketball game before we know it on a 9-0 run for the Hoosiers. Horrible call by the ref on Keegan Murray's fifth foul. Fouled him out with 3.09 left. And that was on an offensive putback, and Iowa just struggled so much on defensive rebounding in this game. But Fran got teed up in this game, and, you know, that was three, two free points for Indiana. It was a horrible foul call on his son. Uh, it should have been a no call, but, um, I, you know, that's two points that Iowa didn't need to give away here. And, again, the shooting was just so rough in this one, 5 of 5 from 3 and then 2 of 15 after that until Jabo hit his huge three-pointer to tie the game at 65. So now you're saying there's a chance. It's 65-65. Iowa just 2 of 10 overall from 3 in the second half. And Indiana had the last shot in this game. I wondered if Armand Franklin, who incidentally was 1 of 9 shooting in the game before drilling the game winner, but I wondered if he was taking too much time. But he didn't pass it. He just drove in a little bit, stepped back for the 17-footer, and swish. It's 67-65 Hoosiers. Iowa had one last chance, but just 1.8 seconds left, needing to go 90 feet for the score. And it was really interesting. Connor McCaffrey threw the long pass. Surely he didn't try to hit the backboard. Um, if they did, that's, that's a really interesting play if he has the skill to, to, to be able to throw with that kind of precision. But it would have been really cool if it bounced to a, another Hawkeye player and they were able to, to gather the ball and put it in for the tie or game-winning three. Well, again, the bench really struggled in this one. Patrick McCaffrey and Nunji both 0 of 5 from the field. The bench overall 0 of 12 in this game. Five points all from free throws. Iowa shot 37% for the game, 38% from free from three. And again, that was all early. Uh, Luca, Joe Wieskamp, 18 points leading the Hawkeyes. Wieskamp only had two points in the second half. Jordan Bohannon had 11. Keegan Murray, 10 before fouling out. Iowa outscored 9-4 to finish the game, once again having trouble closing the game out. The Hawkeyes were back to shooting well from the free throw line, 19-22, of 22, and it kind of kept Iowa in this game. Indiana also made a lot of free throws. They had 15 makes. But other than the really poor shooting for Iowa, the biggest problem in this game was rebounding. Indiana shot the ball worse than Iowa at 36%, but they out-rebounded Iowa 44-36 with a 15-6 edge on the offensive glass and allowed Indiana to miss shots over and over, get second-chance baskets, layups, dunks, you know, hit a three after a missed basket. So... Indiana was 6 of 23 from the three-point three line, a horrendous 26%. Indiana had 15 assists, so they were sharing the basketball much better than Iowa with five. And Iowa only made 19 baskets in a 40-minute game, so you know, really, really just struggled on the offensive end for the Hawkeyes. Iowa, however, led for 30 minutes in this game, but couldn't get it done down the stretch. And it's, it's quite a disappointing trend we're seeing uh, for the Hawkeyes as they're really struggling closing out games and winning any close games. 
They've lost four out of the last five, uh, two to a below average Indiana team. It's really unusual. C.J. Frederick, you know, the Hawkeyes are obviously missing him, but he can't be the reason that, that Iowa's losing about every game now. So hopefully the Hawkeyes can figure it out soon, get the offense humming again, play some better defense. It seemed like the defense was a little better in this game, but Indiana really shoots the ball poorly. Um, but hopefully, you know, the Hawks can get it going, get that shooting percentage up too, because for some reason the shots just haven't been falling of late. Well, Iowa drops to 13-6, and 7-5 and five in the Big Ten, and are out of contention now for the Big Ten championship with another loss. We were hoping for a one or two seed for the Hawkeyes this year, but that... That's not going to happen. I, I don't even know if a three seed is going to be possible. I mean, maybe if, if the Hawks really get hot, um, hopefully they can still make a run. You know, make this a special season, look back on this as a little stumble on the way to a big, you know, Big Ten tournament, NCAA tournament run. You never know. The Hawkeyes played so good early in the year that, that anything is possible here. They have the players. They have the experience. So they can do it. Up next for the Hawkeyes is a gritty Rutgers squad that has a four-game winning streak, most recently beating Minnesota, and that one's in Iowa City, and then the Hawkeyes travel to East Lansing to take on Tom Izzo's Spartans. So there will be no easy games going forward, and we'll just see if the Hawks can, can turn this around. They have the experience, like I said, really talented team. Uh, they just need to put the pieces back together and, and get a good run of wins starting Wednesday night. We can't win them all, but uh, I'd like to win more than one out of the last five. So hopefully we'll get a couple wins this week. And until next time, go Hawks.